0: story I moved back to Houston and like I said I felt so much better because my mom was with me and of course my little brother in care of and I didn't have to stress about anything because no matter what my family would have my back so I moved back but then I I went back to Waco because my friends threw me a baby shower Um, my best friend Bree very grateful for her she's been down forever and all of my friends um they came and it it was fun and i i don't think i ever said thank you but i appreciate all of them because they stuck with me after i decided to have my child so shout out to everyone shout out to brie shout out to adam shout out to maddie my everybody who knew that i was pregnant and stood by me and supported me. So, I started working at Zell's Outlet when I moved back. Um, I took a couple of weeks off, but then I decided that, okay, I can't just be here and not do anything and but but wait for her arrival. So I went to work. Um, everything was going good at that time. I think. I, I felt good, I, I wanted to to meet my daughter. I began to put up her, her stroller, her crib, her changing table, um, and paint her room, and everything was just becoming so real. At that time, me and my child's father was, were getting along, so I didn't have a lot of stress. It was a pain in the butt to find an OBGYN to take me so late in my pregnancy. So I was dealing with that. It was the first week of February when I finally found one. She was a high-risk doctor because I have a blood disorder. So I needed to get an OB that, that did high-risk pregnancies. Um, when I went to see her she was like a mean lady she's Russian so she's very very smart but very straight to the point and very firm so that day she ran tests. I got to see my baby her little fat face she was so chunky by then she was like 5 pounds and, and she decided that I would have alani she would induce me on february 27th and i was like oh my gosh like okay (laughs) like that's right around the corner like what the heck so the week of the 27th i i guess my body decided to like give up so i I had a kidney stone the week of the 27th. And it was the most painful thing ever. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. It was really like more. It hurt more than labor labor pains. Like for real. I was so big. I was uncomfortable. My JJ was like on fire. Because I was trying to pass the kidney stone. I was on antibiotics. Hooked up to all these machines, hooked up to a machine that monitored Alani's heart. I ended up passing it. So after that, I I was discharged. And I was literally discharged for like two days. And then on that Thursday, I had to get like a blood test to make sure that my platelets were up. And I had the okay from my hematologist to be induced so my doctor said that i was scheduled to be induced on march 2nd that morning (laughs) everything was hectic um i was supposed to be i was supposed to go in at eight and they didn't have any rooms for me so i had to wait my mom took off that day and my child's father was at work and he worked overnight so he like literally had no sleep he came picked me up and we all went to the hospital. It was like 11. But right at 12, I was administered the drug to induce my labor. So a couple of hours passed and nothing happened. I wasn't feeling anything at all. I was offered an epidural and I said no because I'm not feeling nothing. So a couple of hours passed. It was at this time it was like six or, or seven it's still nothing so my doctor wanted my water to break naturally but it was taking a sweet ass time so Friday turned into Saturday I was so hungry like I, all I was drinking was water and like eating ice chips so I think I was just uncomfortable Still nothing, no contractions, I was not dilated. In the morning, at 8 in the morning, my doctor came and she broke my water. Y'all, she literally stuck, like, I don't know if y'all have been induced before, but I remember this as an eerie ass instrument. Like, it was long and it was a hug and I remember her sticking it inside me and pulling And my and i just i felt wet so at that time she really recommended that i get an epidural so i did because there was no telling of how much longer i was going to be in labor i got the epidural after that i think i was so numb that i was not feeling the contractions literally i wasn't dilating at first and then i I was all the way dilated. So, at, like, one, I I started pushing. I vividly remember the nurse saying, you need to push. You need to push. And I was like, I don't feel the contractions. Like, literally, I screamed at her. Like, I don't feel the contractions. Can you tell me when I'm having a contraction so that I can push? So... She was telling me when to push. And as I was pushing, I was telling her, like, this is not supposed to be me. My mom probably was like, oh, you see? You see what you did? You lay down. Now you got to lay in your bed. But I was pushing. And I remember, like, they had the mirror so I could see. And the head was, like, almost out. And she was like, don't push. Don't push. Everybody get gowned up. And I remember my child's father telling them that I didn't want to push hard enough. Y'all, not only was I, like, mad because I couldn't feel the contractions and screaming at this lady, but I was embarrassed that this man is telling my doctor and the nurses that I'm afraid of pooping myself. Like, what the heck? So after that, she pulls her out. And I I remember feeling relief, like, (sighs) relieve that in my stomach. I don't know what it was. And I remember the doctor saying, "Okay, it's time to wake up now." And my baby was not breathing. And then on top of that, I was bleeding too much, so they had to give me a shot so that my blood will start clotting. And I still as they were putting doing that and I had a three a third degree tear, so they were trying to stitch me up and All I could hear was, she's not breathing. She's not breathing. They push an alarm and a bunch of doctors or whoever came rushing into the room. And my mom, I remember my mom came. And it was like, it wasn't even three minutes that all of this was happening. My Mom came in. I said, Mom, my baby, my baby's not breathing. And I hear her cry. I remember turning my head to the left. And seeing this huge baby in a cone-shaped head with some big ol' eyes, big old hands. I was like, wait, that's not mine? Like, who is that? Did they really pull that out, out of me? And she was crying. And she was crying. And for a moment, they thought that they would have to... Take her to the ICU, but she was breathing really good. Her oxygen levels was really good, so they just kept her. Then they brought her over so that she could latch. And everything was just, like, so surreal. Like, I had a baby. I am a whole mother in this motherfucker. Like, what the hell? I felt so tired, but my baby was born at 225. She was 7 pounds, 3 ounces, and she was 19 inches long. And she had no color, latching on my boob. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) And that's when I fell in love with my daughter. After that, we got moved to another room. And I just remember like holding her. And somehow I fell asleep. But I woke up to food, and my baby was asleep next to me in her little crib, her little crib, and and that was it. I stayed in the hospital for three days just because they wanted to make sure that I wasn't bleeding and that everything was completely out. I, I don't think I ever showed appreciation to my child's father because... He really went through it with me, like when I got up, and I had that that tear. he was making sure that he bathed me, he cleaned me when I was using the restroom and it, it didn't matter, I guess at that time or the things that he didn't do when I was pregnant because he was there when I needed somebody that's it i I took my baby home and I remember the first couple of days, it was pretty hard because I didn't want to ask my mom for help, but my boobs were so, like, swollen, like, it's not that she was having a problem latching, but my breasts were already so big that they were huge by the time that I started expressing milk. And I know they were so big that my poor baby, like, she would get smothered on them, like, Her little mouth, I had to hold my boob uh, up so that she could breathe. (laughs) Like I said, the first couple of days were hard, but I was just so in awe that, oh my God, I made this, and it was in my belly, and now it's out. It's breathing, it's crying, it's pooping, it's eating. Nobody can ever fully describe, because like I said, it's not put into words, it's a feeling. You won't ever know the feeling of having a child and loving somebody so unconditionally until you give birth to a miracle. So that's my pregnancy story, guys. Um, on next episode, we'll talk about breastfeeding and how it affected me. And how it led me into depression. Bye, besties. Come back for episode 4.